Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Okay, so you've had me like, yo, I'm talking, George. I'm talking. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and go live. Ta, ta, ta. And here we go. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham, and with me today, she is back, okay? I'm just going to say this. She is back, and her name is Jojo! Yay! How did you, everyone? <laughs> Jojo, I am so happy that you're back. After your cross-country crisscrossing the America, <laughs> America. right? That's and right. now you are in your new hometown. Tell yes. me, how was it? The trip was very uneventful, which I guess is a good thing. We had a little bit of trouble towards the beginning, but other than that, it was pretty much smooth sailing. So it was, it was okay. We did stay at one hotel that I was pretty sure we were going to come out and not have tires or windows or possibly a car. <laughs> tell me what state. Please tell me what state. Oh, uh, you need to guess. Guess for me. Uh, Detroit. Uh, uh, hold on. No. Is it uh, Michigan? West Virginia. West Virginia. Mount <laughs> that was in a very. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a very early part of the trip. That was a very early part of the trip. Yeah, I was I was convinced. I'm like, yeah, we're we're gonna be completely <laughs> fucked before we've even started. So you know, that, that's 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 great. This is grand. <laughs> that is awesome, Jojo. Yeah. But you made it. Yes. Uh, you. Yes. Th this trip was was I always refer to your to your trip to your new home and hometown as the traveling yaya pat or something something the sisterhood because you were accompanied by your best friend yes in in her little daughter yes yes uh, so that must have made it all the more important in 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 inter interesting isn't it yes yes so we saw we saw a lot of things that i don't think we would have normally stopped for you know having having a little one well not so little she's 10 but you know having a a kid along you know we got to see some science museums and and stuff like that which is which was very very cool and aquariums and and that kind of thing so we it was good we uh we kind of stretched it out and got to see some some good things that is mad dope jojo and and how do you like your new your new hometown haven't seen much of the hometown because I've been completely exhausted since we touched down. <laughs> Not that we were flew, but <laughs> since my tires hit the uh, driveway. But uh, I'm loving the house and uh, I'm loving the yard. The weather's been great. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, the doggies look happy that they're... Oh, yeah. The doggies are happy. Yeah. They really Excellent. like the backyard. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. They're going to have a good time. Yeah. I, I hope you like put some stuff in the below part of the fence because... They're tiny. <laughs> They're this big. <laughs> I mean, I still have to have be very careful with Charlie because somehow he manages to get out of the fence. I don't know how because he's a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, he's a, a contortionist because he gets out. He gets out. He must linebacker his way through. Like he gets his nose in somewhere and just is like... <laughs> I don't know how he does it because he's the fattest dog we have. Because <laughs> Buddy, Buddy could fit because you know Buddy is just tall, but he's a he's a flaco, as we say in Spanish. He's a he's a he's a skinny dude, you know. As tall but, as he is and as as big as he is, he could probably just step over your fence. Yeah, that's By the tricky. time he's full grown, he can probably just walk up to it, and step over it. <laughs> don't give him any ideas, George. I'm telling you. That. <laughs> Right. So everyone, I also, yeah. Okay, great. We've got a new follower on Twitch. Fantastic. Cool. Thank you. Hello, Forgatter. All right. Hello. So I have to tell you all that you did not see us last week 
because obviously Jojo was traveling towards her new home, uh, new hometown. Yes. And uh, even though I, we had committed, and our friends of Tucker Brothers had committed to uh, to guest host with me last week in absence of Jojo, and uh, we had everything set up. But we normally record the show on Saturday, and the episode as podcast comes out on Tuesday. And I, as you all know, I am originally from Haiti. And last Saturday, yet again, after 11 years of of a devastating earthquake, the same thing happened again. So it was a day that I wouldn't have given you a good podcast. I could not have hosted a good podcast for you on a day like that. <laughs> and so I, on Saturday, unfortunately, I had to back out of recording because even though I had already heard from my sister, my brother, and my sister's children, there was a part of my family that lives in the uh, southwest of Haiti where the, where, where the earthquake hit. And we still hadn't heard from them. Even though we suspected that nothing happened to them, but you know, telecommunication is the first thing that goes out in in the matter of earthquakes like that. So it was hard to get to my aunt, to my cousins in the in the south of Haiti, and to hear from them and to know that they were okay. And again, even though we suspected that most likely they were okay, not having an assurance of that was was a hard thing to to deal with. And you know, luckily by Monday, my brother had spoken directly to my aunt and we heard that everybody was okay. So, you know, but I, I really was not going to be able to host an episode that with the quality and the enthusiasm that I know you have come to expect from us. And so I apologize to the Tucker brothers for backing out on them. I know that they took time of their day. They watched a particular episode of uh, something that I, I asked him to watch, to discuss with me, and then I had to back out. But that's what it was. That's why we didn't have an episode this week. Having said that, I also would like to, I know that a lot of you, especially people on Clubhouse, you have reached out to me and you've been fantastic and, and gracious and, and generous. And you have asked me if I know of any way that you can donate or volunteer to work for and help in the situation in Haiti. Right after the earthquake on Saturday, on Monday, Tropical Storm Grace precisely hit the area where this had just happened. And so if you would like to contribute to an organization that is going to do the work in Haiti, if you are looking for an organization to donate to, I encourage you to look at hhfoh.org. It stands for Haitian Heritage and Friends of Haiti. This is an organization that I personally have worked with since the first earthquake. And currently, I am the host and producer of a podcast, a monthly podcast they put out. And I'm still locally working with them. They are leaving for Haiti in on September 5th, and they are going to be there for as long as it, there needs to be. There's a group of nurses, doctors, imaging uh, personnel, radio, uh, radiology personnel, and also people uh, who know about uh, some, some engineers, some, some construction workers. They are all going to get together and go to Haiti. And again, these people have done fantastic work. I urge you to look at the website, hhfoh.org. You'll see what they did back in 2010, and you will see the work that has continued to be done. This, this is not a group of people who just go to Haiti and leave when all the cameras leave. They, con- they have continued to go. They have continued to go, go into Haiti. And in fact, they have started building a, a hospital in the town of Capaïtien, and this is the work that has been in in construction for the past five years. Unfortunately, COVID 
and some of the political turmoil in Haiti sort of like, you know, hindered the progression of the work. But HHFOH, also known as HHFO, is for me the organization that if you want to donate and if you if you want to volunteer, please contact, please contact HHFOH, Haitian Heritage and Friends of Haiti. And uh, again, thank you for 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 everything. Huh. <clears throat> George, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Today we are discussing a movie by Apple TV Plus called Coda. And it was once again another recommendation of the absolutely amazing Jojo. And uh, I I I am grateful, Jojo. I am absolutely grateful. <laughs> Tell me how 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 did you hear about this? Uh, I actually heard about this movie from, from my best friend, from Penny, who has been on the show once before. So, uh, so yeah, she said, you need to watch this movie. And so I did, and I thought this would be a good, a good one for the show. So I thought this was a, a particularly beautiful movie. I suppose in some ways you could say the story was a little cliched in the sense of coming of age tale type thing, but it's very unique in that. CODA actually stands for um, Child of Deaf Adults, and this is a story of a coming-of-age story of a a daughter who uh, has, uh, her whole family is deaf, and the fact that it's unique is that these parts are actually played by deaf actors, and it's, I think it brings a a bit of um, authenticity and reality to the movie that you wouldn't otherwise have. Um, and, uh, I look forward to talking to you about it. Yes. The moment I, I saw this, sh- you know, the moment I started watching the show, that's the first thing that came to mind. I'm going to enjoy talking to Jojo about it because we did somewhere at the beginning of the year, we did a show, we did a podcast about Sound of Metal and we were enamored by Sound of Metal because yes. it brings to it, it it sort of put the story of deaf people into context. And in that respect, it it was more because of the work that the secondary character in the movie did. That was uh, Paul Racy, I believe. Paul Racy. Yes did a fantastic job in the movie Sound of Metal. And it's, it, it gave us a very different perspective on what it feels like not only to be deaf, but what a deaf person think of their disability and the way they see themselves. Even though Paul Racy is actually a coder, he, he's not He's not a deaf person, but rather the, the child of deaf parents. But he was the one that was able to bring the humanity of deaf people into the movie because of his experience growing up with deaf parents. Yes. In this case yes. of the movie Coda, you have actually, it's almost as if you went back in time and watched the story of. And the move, the two movies have nothing to do with each other, by the way. <laughs> it, <laughs> but it, it was almost now you get to see what it was like for a guy like Paul Racy, the actor, growing up with uh, deaf families. And so, so Jojo, would you like to give a brief synopsis of of, of this movie? Did you? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of sort of did, but, um, no, no, the way, the way, the, you know, in a Jojo to. way, if I, if I may, if I may request you know. that. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, so this is, it's kind of a coming of age story. Uh, as we've discussed, it's the story of a young woman whose parents, actually her whole family, her, her parents and her brother are, are deaf. Her name is Ruby and, uh, she, is she's helping her family. They're from Massachusetts. They have a small family business fishing. 
and she discovers that she has a dream, a, a big, a big dream. And it's kind of her struggle to get her family to not only understand her dream, but also let her go. And her dream is singing. And I think that, you know, the, the authors or, or the, the writers and the producers of the movie may have chosen that as, as sort of a, a direct correlation between, you know, the, the hearing world and the, the not hearing world. But I, I think that, you know, it would have easily has worked with her being interested in, in anything else really. But I, I think that this was a beautiful way to illustrate the hearing world versus the deaf world without too much ableism going on. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. I found myself actually thinking about why singing, right? Why singing? But and, and then and then yeah. there was a moment where the mother, which was played masterfully again by Molly Matlin, is that is yes. that what her name is, Molly Matlin? I believe so. Yeah, I believe that's how she pronounces it. Yeah. I I I think there was a moment where she she brought up an analogy that put everything into perspective. And you were able to understand that it's not that the parents did not want their child to have an opportunity at doing something that she liked, but it was rather, this is something that I will never be able to know how good you are at it and be happy for you at it because I don't get it. And it's not a question of I don't get it because I refuse to get it or I refuse to learn to to accept it or to, to learn to like it, but rather I will never understand it. Yeah. It doesn't click with me. It doesn't happen for me. So the movie did a fantastic job at putting this, this particular issue to bed for us. But... Again, this is the second time that personally I've seen a movie that tells me so much about the world of of deaf people without creating a sense of able people are the only salvation. Yes, yes. I I did a lot of reading after the movie because I I know a little bit this 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 much about the deaf community because I have a do have a close friend did have a close friend growing up who was deaf and I had a former coworker and friend who has a son who is deaf um, and she's very fluent in ASL. And I knew some ASL when I was younger, but it's kind of gone poof. Um, Anyway, the, but I did a lot of reading after the movie because I wanted to know what the deaf community thought of this movie, because, you know, the fact that I liked it or or you liked it or, or, anybody who can hear liked it doesn't necessarily make it a good movie. But from what I read, it's, it's, it was mostly a positive reaction from the deaf community. There were a few things that, that they did not like, but for the most part, they were just thrilled to have actual deaf people playing deaf parts and hopeful that that's going to open a whole lot of doors for deaf actors and, and actors with other disabilities to play the parts that, are you know there's 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 so many people that that have the issue that could be playing the part but instead they choose an actor that has a name opposed to someone who actually has the issue. So. Yeah. Yeah. There are like you said obviously not everything is going to be perfect with this movie unless it was written and directed and produced and and all of it by someone who who has the condition of being deaf. Uh, and I don't know that for a fact that the screenplay writer and, and all of that weren't actually people that are deaf. But what I'm saying is, okay, there's we can accept, but that the fact that the, the deaf community has welcomed and have accepted it, given it a positive feedback, then that tells us something. The beautiful part about this movie is that it was. It has. A, it had a little bit of uh, of comedy in it that cr- 
created a sense of normalcy that I don't know that a lot of movie, a lot of other writers could have gotten. I I I don't know if 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 I'm making sense here in the sense that you you have a problem that you are actually able to forget that exists because whenever I saw the parents and the brother, I don't understand sign language, right? But to me, they spoke. Right, right. <laughs> they spoke whenever right. they made the signs. And, and one could argue that it has something to do, the, of course, with the fact that there were subtitles. Yes. But again, they spoke. For me, they were speaking. I could, I could get yes. their feelings, their emotions, their frustration, and everything that came with it. And also, yes. I got, again, the funny parts of their lives. And I enjoyed those parts of their lives. These two together were funny. And, and yes. imagine a deaf father with like some tremendous dad jokes, man. That is awesome. <laughs> His dad jokes are awesome, Jojo. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I was like, this is dope. This is, you know. <laughs> so, so, yes, I was... We're going to go into the cast, by the way, right? Of course we have to go into the cast because uh, yes. some of the characters, some of the actors playing some characters were, were, were surprising to me. But I just want to, I, I just want the audience to understand that this is not a preachy movie. This is not a sad movie. This is an actually yeah. very joyful movie that presents to you another side of a disability that we not all of us really understand, right? Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So what has uh, grabbed your attention, George? Um, I I think that the the scene where some people might from what I understand and from, from what I saw, some people had problems with the fact of, well, you know, well, why couldn't they just cheer, cheer their daughter on and, and no matter what she was happy in? And I'm like, in, a, in an ideal world, sure, <laughs> you know, parents are going to cheer you on for, for whatever you choose, but life doesn't always necessarily work out that way. So I think the, the scene where she's singing and they're looking around the audience and we kind of see the audience that she's singing to from the parents' point of view, the family's point of view, and obviously just point of view, not 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 the hearing, but as they're watching the crowd and their reaction to their daughter. I think that was a really beautiful moment for them to understand why what she did was so what she wanted to do was so important to her, but also in the fact of understanding you know, she's really good. <laughs> what she yeah. does is, is changing people. It's helping people. You know, it, it, it is, it is for a good reason. Yes. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the moment, as you said, it's the moment they realized that the kid has a, a talent that she's able to share with other people. Yeah. Because her entire life, all she's done is basically take the ability to speak to be for them, to interpret for them, to 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 be their advocate, if you will. Yes. And that was a huge responsibility. Yes. And because this is something that she didn't ask for, but she got she she got in charge of because that's her, the role she played in the family. She never had anything for herself. She never had anything that she could do that would be for other people to see her. And up until the moment she sang, all people knew of her is the weird girl that has the deaf parents. And she's the yes. only one who can speak. Yes. Right? Yes. And so that moment also, it was the eye-opening of the parents into, we have created this little creature that also has something to offer to the rest of the world. Yes. And and not only to us. And so 
if anyone who watched this movie did not understand that, then I'm sorry, you're a dumbass. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be condescending, but but no. there's more to the movie than that. And again, if you did not understand that, yeah, well, you know, you have to be called out. You, you have to be called a dumbass. And I do that very frequently. <laughs> you might never listen to this podcast again because Graham called you a dumbass. <laughs> but again, that's 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 yeah, that's a thing, you know. Yeah. You probably will go to a next podcast, and if the podcast podcasters are smart, they probably will end up calling you a dumbass too. But that's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know, <laughs> you have to stop me when I start doing that. That's the thing. Is that my job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to stop me, man, because you know. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the the cast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Amelia Jones is the young lady who plays the main character, Ruby. Yes. I have to say, maybe I've seen her somewhere, maybe, maybe I haven't. But this kid has some some acting chops. She does. She really does. She um She's she's a powerhouse. She's actually been acting for a long time, <laughs> considering how young she is. But uh, she's been in a lot of different things. But she she was very good in this, and very um, I don't know. I feel like she it could have been a, a sort of a twee part and an irritating part in the in the hands of of a less deft uh, actress. But she she took this and and made us you know really care about Ruby and what her final destiny was going to be. And uh, I thought she did a great job with that. Um, do you know if she has a CODA background? From what I understand, she does not. From what I read, she is she is British. So even she even if she knew sign language before she would have had to relearn american sign language because it's very different from the british right uh, version but from what i understand she she knew how to do none of this like she she wasn't it is her singing in the movie but she wasn't a singer before you know other than singing in the shower or whatever she did not know any sign language british american or otherwise and uh, so this was all her learning for the part and researching for the part. That was that was awesome, Jojo. I yeah, I'm I'm very impressed by her. And like yeah. I said, I don't know what else I have seen her on. She's a young actress, so I've probably seen seen a lot of her, and I I don't even recognize her. <laughs> What what I'm seeing on IMDb is not things that I have that I remember seeing, except for she was in a episode of Doctor Who in 2013. But other than that, she's well, she was in Utopia. She was in the British version of Utopia, I should say. She was in Patrick the Pug. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> and of she course was in, I know that. She was in the, the series Lock and Key. So Right. Yeah. So anyway, really you know, Amelia Jones, you, you know, you're fantastic. And I think uh, uh, we are ready to see way much more of you. And that was a very sweet character. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, at this point, I'm struggling to see if there was any other young actor that could have played this character as, as, as beautifully as she did. I don't know. I can't think of anyone. I, I really can't think of anyone. And so the next one I have to talk about is actually Danielle Durant, who played the character of, of Leo, the brother. Yes. He is actually deaf. Yes. He's a member of the deaf community. And uh, he's a Broadway dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He played the character of Moritz Stiefel in the uh, broader revival of Spring Awakening. And um, he, is, he played the role of Matthew on the television series Switched at Birth. He's, uh, he was good, Jojo, wasn't he? 
He was very good. He was very good. And I, I was, I was impressed and and happy that they, because I mean, they could have cheated out, I guess would be the right word and and gotten a, a hearing person to play the brother. But I do love the fact that they were able to find someone from the deaf community to play her brother. And uh, he's a great actor. So. Yes, he, he, did, he did fantastic. I think, obviously, the, the actor that all of us are uh, familiar with is uh, Marley Matlin. Yes. And, uh, you know, I want to see this movie win something. Yeah. Is that, is that too much to ask for? Like, <laughs> I, I definitely think that this is, this is a beautiful movie. Yeah, and, it is. And, and every actor in this movie, like with the, the ones that played the family, you know, deserve best support and best support and best actor, best actor. Simple. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Marley, Marley Matlin was great in this. She's always been, you know, great in everything I've ever seen her in. I think I first saw her in a, might've been a soap opera that my mother used to watch. <laughs> For some reason that's pinging with me, or maybe it was Picket Fences, the TV series. It's been, cause she's, she's been acting for a while, but, and I, I didn't understand at the time that she was actually deaf. Cause you know, we didn't have the internet and couldn't look things up. So I, I sort of thought that she was pretending to be deaf. And as sort of as a kid, I was kind of like offended. Yeah. But because I thought she was pretending, but then you know, once I realized that she she actually is a member of the deaf community, it was like, oh, that's cool, you know, that she's she's an actor and she she got work and she's doing things. So she's that was obviously a long long time ago, but she has obviously had a great career and uh, she continues to do great things. From what I understand, she was very very vocal in supporting or, or pushing for more deaf actors to be cast in this movie. I, I think that she was maybe cast first. And from what I've read, she was very much like, no, you need to, if we're going to do this, then let's do it right. Yeah. And much like you, I saw Molly Matlin in a couple of episodes of different shows that I watched throughout the early 2000s, like, you know, Boston Legal or something like that. And, and I, I, I did think that she was an actor who knew sound, sign language and was pretending to be deaf. And it was only when I started watching The West Wing that she had an extended character appearance there that I realized, oh, she is actually deaf. And... She's dope as hell, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. First of all, like, like all the characters she's ever played are like ap- actual fucking bosses, okay? Yeah. yeah. Like her characters are never victim of anybody's shit. No. no. You know, she will kick your ass, call you name, and embarrass you just because. Because yeah. she, you know what I'm saying? And she, she, she has, her characters are, like I said, actual bosses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so I'm 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 glad that she took this role and also I'm glad that she used her influence yes to to have more uh, deaf actors come come on board so there you go the actor who played Frank the father yes is Troy Kutzer yes and also he is he is deaf yes and uh, I, I kind of think that he was my my favorite in the movie, knowing that he was deaf, and knowing I, I, there's such humanity in him as an actor. And then you know he's he's also very very funny in the movie, right. And then after the movie, when I did some reading, there was someone talking about one of the scenes where he's where he's talking about a condom, and they they were talking about his his grasp of ASL and how beautiful it is, and how it's it's as if watching like a, a virtuoso playing a beautiful instrument that that nobody but him could have ever possibly made that as good as it was. Deaf people were just 
you know, or people who spoke ASL were like, there's so much nuance in that scene if if you know ASL. But even if you don't, I mean, as you said, even though we were helped out, of course, by the captions, we're there with them and yeah. they were speaking to us. So, I mean, yes. it was hilarious. And then reading that too, it was like, oh, this is cool. This is very cool. Yes, he was the, he was the funny man of the movie and everything, like I said, the ability to pull out a dad joke <laughs> while deaf and do it so effortlessly, so brilliantly, that I, I paused the fucking movie and laughed out loud. <laughs> that, that, like, that's no... When he fought it, and then he, he, he told her the joke, <laughs> that's my thing. That, that's the kind of shit that I do to my son. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know exactly the reaction to expect and everything, you know what I'm saying? But then my dude did it, man, and he was like, yo... I was I was like no no man this is this is this is good this is great <laughs> thing man you know yeah you 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 I'm glad I'm glad we got to see this guy he directed a movie called No Ordinary Hero and and the sub I guess the subtitle of the movie was the super deafy movie. <laughs> so I, this guy, this guy was 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 funny. He was great, and I think also his character was made to be someone who who stayed away from taking certain actions just because he was he wanted to be on the good side of the wife who seemed to be the one that was more self-conscious about the idea of being deaf. But then he had a sense of leadership that he didn't need to speak for others to follow him. Yes. And the moment he decided to speak up, the moment he decided to, to say something, what he had to say made so much sense that it didn't take long for people to start following his steps, you know. And, and and the son, Leo, you know, Leo, for all intents and purposes, Leo was a fucking genius. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and I like the fact that Leo, the way they portrayed Leo can confuse some people who are unable to see the nuance of the situation. Because Leo is not necessarily envious of his sister. I don't think that's the case at all, is it? No, I didn't know. I think Leo is bothered by the fact that the sister somehow became the sacrificial lamb to the family. And he feels like she should be able to do her own thing because at the end of the day, she's not deaf. She's not not supposed to be held back because she's the one who's not deaf. And I think that's what Leo was fighting for. And it's amazing because... Uh, family dynamics are weird in the sense that there's so much of us who sometimes think our parents have a, a certain predilection for one sibling or the other. And sometimes we don't realize that the sibling that they seem to favor more is mainly because they don't have certain skills and talents that we have. Mm-hmm. And so they are protective of those siblings, not necessarily because they love them more, but because they have all the fucking confidence in the world that we can take whatever is thrown at us. <laughs> but the other one needs protecting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so that, that, that's, that's a weird thing in family dynamic because we make up our own stories in our minds until we see reality for what it is. Very true. And so that, I think that was, that's what I saw in Leo. So I like his character because he was sort of like torn into, we're not going to do this to my little sister. But at the same time, you guys to start, you guys have to start realizing that I can do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. I can, I like we, and, and also there's a moment where he actually made it clear that in his mind, the only way the town Everybody is going to take them seriously and, and let them integrate and be a utile part of the social nucleus of the town 
is if they they themselves put their deafness aside and and let people accept them for who they are you know stop defining us as deaf and just deal with it do you know what i mean i think that's yeah. what he was fighting for yeah. but it could have come out in a in a sense it could look like he was just envious of the sister and and whatever so i think i think that's a good that's a good thing a good thing to see a good way to look at it yeah i i i i don't think he was envious of her at all i think as you said he just he wanted her to have what she could have and he wanted them to understand that he could step up and do what he could do and stop coddling yeah yeah um who else do we have okay so the teacher mr villalobos this is an actor that I'm well I'm not surprised because he's done a couple of English speaking movies before. But if you know him like I do, you'd be surprised because his name is Eugenio Derbez. He's a Mexican actor. But he is primarily known as a comedian and he used to have a sketch show very popular in in Univision and in Mexico and this guy is a magician in terms of of creating characters and he is a very funny guy but he his way of being funny is more annoying than than funny so like <laughs> if you like him enough you will find his characters funny but if you if you don't develop is this 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 sense of i like this guy you will find him mad annoying <laughs> right <Yes. laughs> so much so my wife hates one of his characters <laughs> and if if you if you want to go on on youtube and check out his character's go that character is called elonge moko um I, i will actually put put on the body of 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 the podcast description the spelling of elonge moko and and you will understand why it it's funny to me but it's incredibly annoying to my wife <laughs> <laughs> but i am so glad to see eugenio derbez playing serious characters and demonstrating his acting chops i think he played a fantastic music teacher and uh, i I was impressed. I was impressed. His Yeah. Everything about the teacher that he played, the humanity, the the selflessness, the the ability to to show that yeah, I'm a talented musician, but I'm a talented teacher and I chose to be a music teacher and uh, I'm happy with that. Sometimes young people, desperate people have an ability to bite the hand that feeds them. Yes. You know? Yes. It's 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 like untamed animals sometimes, you know? Yes. And you're doing the right thing by them and for them and still they find a way to offend you to make you feel like shit. And his his gift was to ne- not take that personal and just press on and keep on polishing this young talent because he knew what was there. Yeah. And his interactions like there are moments where where she when he asks her what happens when you sing. That's an incredibly poignant question. And obviously the credit doesn't go to the actor, it goes to the the screen writer, right? The, the, the screenplay writer. Sure. But it takes it it takes an an absolutely great actor to make this question something that stays with the the moviegoer. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you have to understand the question and what you're asking. And he made it to me he made it very apparent that he he knew what he was asking with that question. Yeah. 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 So I was I'm 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 absolutely pleased with having seen Eugenio Derbez here and mm-hmm. I think this cast is a five-star cast, if you ask me. Yeah, I think they were great. 
I think everyone was was really, really, really good. It was just a just a good movie. So we recommend this movie, and we would like you to to listen to what Jojo has to say in terms of how many stars we're going to give this movie, Jojo. <laughs> Hey? I forget. Do we do four stars or five stars? We do what four we? stars. George. Four stars. Okay. Stars. I, I'm going to give it um, three and three quarters. Three and three quarters. Three and three quarters. So there's one little um, branch of the star missing. One little branch of the star yeah. is missing. Yes. That's that's powerful right there. Y'all don't know Jojo like that, man. <laughs> Dude. Mm-mm. No, seriously. She's giving three and three quarters, man. That's as far as she's, I've seen her. Like, y'all don't understand. Jojo, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I am, I am whole again. I am happy that you're back. I'm happy to know that you're home. I know that you enjoyed your crisscrossing the country type of thing. But, you know, as a friend and as someone who has arbitrarily named himself your big brother. <laughs> I, I couldn't help but worry that you were out there, you know? We as Virginia and all of those places, you know? <laughs> so. I, I'm sorry if we have any West Virginian listeners, but I, I, I really never want to come to your state again. <laughs> <laughs> I've been twice this, this year and I, I, I just... I, I don't want to go a third time and I, I don't want to go a fourth time or I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know that there's some lovely places there and things, but I, I, I haven't had the privilege of seeing them. So <laughs> I shall leave them to y'all to enjoy. Yeah. No, yeah. The crazy thing is I know the feeling, but for a completely different reason than you do. <laughs> I mean, I know the feeling because I'm black. <laughs> We kid uh. was Virginia. <laughs> we kid was Virginia. <laughs> now, y'all cool people. I actually have two friends from West Virginia, and I love them dearly. But I've known some lovely people from West Virginia. I have. I, I've met I them have. outside of West Virginia. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> I don't know what happens when they step into West Virginia. <laughs> no, we got to stop. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we need to stop. <laughs> Very well then. So I want to take a moment to thank you all for uh, continuing to support us, for coming back, looking for us, for following us where on social media and for checking out on us. And uh, we are appreciative of the love. And so if you watch us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe. If you watch us on Twitch, Please don't forget to subscribe. When you're listening to this podcast in your car, wherever you are, you know, just just take a moment and tell us what you think. Tell us what you think we should do better on no matter what app you listen on. Tell us what you think we should do better. In fact, you can suggest, of course, movies and TV series that you would like us to review. If you, you know, you don't want to just write an entire thing you can certainly go onto our website, kickinandstreamingpodcast.com. If you hit that little microphone that's right there, you can send us in voice a voice message. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you're thinking, what you would like us to discuss, what you think of Jojo, what you think of Graham, what you think of whatever. We, we just want to hear from you. You can also subscribe to our newsletter. And you would ask, oh, you guys have a newsletter? Yes, we do. Except that if you don't subscribe, we ain't, we ain't going to send anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, who are we going to send the newsletter to? It's very true. <laughs> but lastly, we also would like you to join us if you are on Clubhouse. If you're not, you can always download the Clubhouse app. Clubhouse mm-hmm. is, does, does no, no longer require that you are on an iOS phone or device. You can get Clubhouse from uh, Android or iOS. You actually don't even need an invitation anymore. You can just download Clubhouse, install it, register. Because we have our own club on Clubhouse. It's called Kicking and Streaming Hub, right? 
On Wednesdays, we discuss something to do with movies and TV series. It's not necessarily like the podcast. What we do is that we discuss a topic about a movie or a TV series. This coming Wednesday, we are going to talk about... Um, hold on. What is it that we're talking about, Jojo? <laughs> You're asking the wait, wrong wait. person. Wait, I got, I got, I got it. Let me see. So, so this coming Wednesday, we will be discussing. I got to tell you, the best or worst biopic you've ever seen. Ah, right, that's good. Yeah, that's so good. you can join that discussion on Wednesday, eight thirty Eastern Time. Um, if you're in the Pacific, figure it out. 5.30 it's 5.30 for Jojo <laughs> you know if you're in the mountains figure it out that's like you know uh, something like 6.30 for y'all whatever so that's on Wednesday and then on Saturdays we have something uh, trivia night we call it but there are different types of games that we play and there are games that are able to be played virtually so, Kicking and Streaming Hub on Clubhouse is another way you can, you know, communicate with us, share some, some time with us. We have a great time on Saturdays and on Wednesdays. Yep. Right? You can follow me on social media, uh, Mr. Puzzetta, M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. That's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. Jojo has taken an extended... <laughs> Hiatus from social media, but we hope she'll be back one day. Someday. Well, for now, thank you very much for watching, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group.